Hi, cave babes and cave bros. This is your lovely host, Rain, and you're listening to The Woman Cave. Welcome to episode 10. We've made it through 10 episodes together. Well, so I'm going to start off with a quote this week. Of course, it is let go of what the illusion that it could have been any different. And this is definitely pertaining to our topic of uh, what we're talking about this week. And that is knowing when to let go. So before I get into this topic, I actually want to do something a little different. I know normally I do our creative and business of the week at the end of the episode. I wanted to kind of uh, switch it up and actually start with uh, it this time. And only because our topic is very, very good. And then I have some very interesting like hot topics as well as I guess you can call them the latest news. And um, I wanted to spend time kind of like going over thoughts and things like that uh pertaining to that so um like i said we're gonna go over our business and creative of the week first so for our creative of the week we have the black lady theater and so this is of course all arts and entertainment performing performance arts and um of course entertainment acting they do fashion shows um they do plays you name it they do everything a theater does and it is all starring the lovely lovely beautiful brown people and what i found very uh welcoming yet interesting about it is the fact that not only is it all black but that they are very creative. They look like they support uh, anybody that is growing in the arts. And I'm a fan of the arts, I'm a fan of plays. Of course, fashion shows are always awesome to be at. But of course, you know, I always want to give support to those black businesses and the businesses that support black people. And so this theater is actually, in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Um, and their Instagram page is uh, The Black Lady Theater. And that's T-H-E-B-L-A-C-K-L-A-D-Y-T-H-E-A-R-T-R-E. Um, just straight through. And on there, you can see any of their um shows and events they have they do have a link in the bio so that if you would like to uh go to any of their shows as well as their address um in case you guys travel to new york and you decide that you want to stop by the theater and catch a show so our business of the week is elevate you pole so I absolutely love this business because it's all about the freedom of expression, but it is actually to empower the women through dance, pole dancing, and aerobics. So there has been so many women that have been taking these classes and they take the classes for um, weight loss purposes and they've lost tons of weight you know the fun way the healthy way and i just think it's awesome what they do i think it's awesome that people have their parties there you know they bring their friends there and that it's just an overall amazing experience for you to do something fun and very expressive and you have the benefit of um losing weight you have the benefit of expressing yourself and feeling good about yourself you have women who go here and i'm pretty sure that they have uh, all different types of women, some women who may not feel the best about themselves, but you can take these classes and they just help you with feeling great about yourself. And I'm all for making a woman feel great about herself. So shout out to Elevate You Poll. Um, hopefully we can get an interview with uh, the CEOs of both uh, the creative as well as the business of the week. Um, if you guys want to follow Elevate You Poll, you can follow them at 
elevate you pull um e-l-e-v-a-t-e-y-o-u-p-o-l-e and they also have a link with the website for any of um the classes that's available the calendar as well as the address if you guys want to walk in and just do a sit-in um through the classes so let's get into our lovely topic of the week which is knowing when to let go so i wanted to touch on this subject simply because it is something that i feel most people struggle with um studies show that we as people individually are so used to blaming ourselves when things don't go as planned so if you're at a job or if you're in a relationship if you're building your career if you have a friendship and if things don't go the way that you foresee them going sometimes we have a hard time with knowing when it the difference between when to cut it off and when to keep going so of course the main things is also like how is it that you can tell the difference between uh, staying and kind of sticking something out or something being toxic to you and definitely when it comes to that depending on the actual situation I feel like most people want to stick things out and they want to hold on to things because of um not necessarily giving up or always looking on a brighter side or always giving the benefit of the doubt um but a lot of times we don't understand or know when something is toxic for us or when it's time whether it be a person that you've known for a substantial amount of time or whether it's a job that you've been in for a substantial amount of time whether it's a career that you've kept building time and time and time and time again um or it's a friendship that's been brewing over the years but you look at it and you say to yourself you know oh you know let me look at look at it from this angle or let me look at it from the other side and maybe I shouldn't you know I I shouldn't go or maybe I should figure this out or try another approach and so I wanted to definitely touch on things that could be toxic that people don't realize so when something is toxic to you and it's toxic to your spirit it's toxic to the person that you are um you will know because it will be those things that no matter what happens in the situation nothing good comes from it so if it's if it's that you're dealing with a person you will realize or if you ever sit back and take a moment to try and actually view the situation you will view that no matter what it is there's always something attached to this person that's just not good and not to say that the person themselves are not good because make no mistake they there can be very good people who are still toxic and that's where people get things very confused they get it confused because we always assume that a toxic person or a toxic career or a toxic job or a toxic situation is something that's just completely bad like everything about it is bad the people behind it is bad the situations behind it are bad and sometimes it's not that sometimes it's what it causes for you and your personal peace that makes it toxic so for someone else they may be able to deal with it they may be able to handle it they may be okay with it but when it comes to you you may for instance every time you walk into your job you walk in your job every day and instantly you have a headache instantly you lose your appetite so now you were fine and that morning you got up you felt well you felt okay and all of a sudden as soon as you walk to the door you sit down at your desk and you have a headache 
and your mood changes. So now you're disgruntled or you're unhappy or you're just moody and you are just unsatisfied or, you know, you, you were once hungry, but now things like you don't have an appetite anymore. Stuff like that is things to pay attention to. That means that the environment that you're in is a toxic environment because what it's doing is it's stripping away the natural things that normally could be enjoyable to you or the natural body functions and natural moods that you could be in that uh, if you weren't there, if you weren't in that place, you'd be perfectly fine. So if you were home or if you were out you know, or you just weren't there. If you were in another office or you were in another setting, you wouldn't feel that way. And those are the things you have to pay attention to because that's what makes it toxic. It's the same thing for a person. Um, If you are around a person and every single time you're like, it's beyond just getting into altercations or getting into arguments with the person. But every single time it's like, Oh my gosh, every time I'm around you, I, I lose I lose track of my time, but it's negatively. I don't hold up any goals that I have. So I set a bunch of goals for myself, but the moment that I got around you, now those goals no longer matter or they linger so far out of my mind that I can't keep up with them. I can't manage my time wisely. I forget myself or I'm uncomfortable I'm upset I automatically have an attitude everything that's attached to you or everything that you talk about I don't want to talk about or I'm not interested or it just makes me so just not myself those are things that you have to pay attention to because that means that it's a very toxic situation and it may very much well be something that is just not good for you And so I do think that a lot of people have trouble dealing with that because you look at the person. And so you'll look at the person and you'll say, oh, well, this person is a pretty good person. So, you know, I don't see why this could happen, but it's a good, but they're a good person. And granted, you may have some situations where you're absolutely right. And it could be the person that is a good person that you have to you know, it's not meant for you to walk away or it's meant for you to stick it out. But those are things that you know. And a lot of times we don't trust trust our intuition on things. We don't trust what our deep inner feeling is about something. And most times, you know, you know, for a fact, when something is just no good, you know, when something is just too toxic, you know, when something is meant for you to walk away. But a lot of times we take the chance and we make the choice to stick around um and we make the choice to deal with it to put up with it and kind of ignore all those inner feelings that we normally feel so i wrote a book maybe about a few years ago maybe like two yeah two years ago um and the book is still actually available on amazon um if anybody wants to purchase the book, it is called Inhale, Exhale, and it's available on Amazon. Um, you probably don't want to look it up by Rain. You can look it up by actually Desiree Christina. The link is on the website. So if you go to ourwomancave.weebly.com, it's actually on the first page of uh, the Woman Cave website. And the link is there as well. So if you guys are interested in going to look at the book, you can feel free to check out my book. I recommend it to anybody and everyone who just likes a good read. And if you are a person who you struggle with letting go of things just in general things people places just it's a good book for a reference of some type of control that you can gain with you within yourself so I'll get into that in just a second so before I get into that um I wanted to kind of like touch on why letting go for so many people is so hard And I guess I just kind of like briefly touched on it when I explained some toxic things or why or how things can be considered uh, toxic. But 
I personally feel like it's hard to let go a lot of things because it's so person specific. Um, I used to say when I was younger, I would always say, I wish I was one of those people who just didn't care, who just didn't care about anything, anyone, how anybody felt. And I felt like my life would be easier because of it. And most times it, it involved letting go of things and letting go of people, letting go of places. And a lot of times because I felt like I always had to look at the bright side. Like I always say, I'm very optimistic. I always try and pull the positive things out of situations, no matter how dark they are, no matter how bad they seem, no matter how gloom it is. I always try to see the brighter side. And so the downfall of being such an optimistic person is the feeling of when something is meant to just be like, okay, it is time. It's very hard to, because I sit there and I'll look at all the things that could potentially work in this situation or all the things that can be good about the situation instead of just looking at not necessarily always ways that it can be toxic because sometimes it's not always a toxic situation. Um, sometimes it's just simply the time has run its course. Simply it's just at this moment, what the purpose that is served has already been served and it's now long overdue. Um, and this has been for many different aspects of my life. Um, it's happened with jobs that I've been at, you know, jobs that I've been at where I've sit, I've sat there and I've talked myself into staying there because I'll say, oh, you know, if I leave here, I won't have a job. Oh, the pay is okay. So the only reason why I'm staying here is the pay is okay. But every single time I'm walking in the place, I have anxiety. Um, I, I worked at a place where I literally had a panic, a panic attack every other day. And this is absolutely no lie. A panic attack every other day. I would have a panic attack so bad that I would have to get on the phone and I would have to call someone and I would have to try and calm down enough to get back to my desk to work. But everything about the job gave me anxiety. I panicked every morning on the way to work. I remember I would listen to a specific CD and I would listen to the CD from start to finish. And, and it was, it, it was only a couple songs on there, but the amount of time that it took for me to get the work was the amount of time it took for the CD to play from start to finish. And I listened to the music because music is one of my healing things. It's one of the things that kind of give me peace, especially when I'm feeling rather anxious. And at this point in time, I'm listening to this and it's not doing anything for me. I'm just, I'm just even more anxious. I got to the point where I wasn't even singing along with the tracks. I was, it was just playing as background music and I was just driving and it seemed like every light, every stop sign, I would get more anxious. And then by the time I actually got to the actual job, I was panicking. And I couldn't even put a finger on why I was panicking. I mean, and down to like my chest was tight. My chest was hurting. My head was hurting. I felt weird. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like I, I just was closed in. And I just kept telling myself, listen, I just got this brand new car. <laughs> this job plays good. I'm making X amount of dollars and it's good for me. I should just stay. I should stay. I should deal with this, you know, I, maybe it's because it's new. And I tried to give myself all these reasons as to why I should say, you know, I talked to my mom, I talked to my sister about it. And of course, most people, when, you know, when you talk to people and they, and if they're not familiar with anxiety or they're not necessarily 100% clear about it, they tend, they, they're going to, of course, because they're, because they're your family, they're going to kind of like talk you into, oh, well, you should stay. It's your job. You don't have another job if you leave here. And, you know, I was kind of dealing with that. So then that added on pressure and immediately I just, it was like, okay, I guess I gotta, I gotta stick this out because I'm not gonna have another job after this. But every single day it was the same. It was the same way until it got to the point where health-wise, the other uh, side of that was it started to impact me in a in a health sense. So then I just wasn't, I just wasn't feeling okay, and it got so bad to the point where 
I had to go. I had I had no choice but to leave the job that I was in. And that is something that was very hard because I probably wouldn't have left. I probably would have talked myself into every reason why I should have just continued and kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going. And so I just say all that to just say that it is very hard to let go of things. And I know from personal experience how hard it is. Um, But sometimes you have to sit back and you have to really, really think about you, especially if you are a selfless person. For selfless people, it's very, very hard because you never think about you. You never think about your well-being. You never think about what suits you, what fits you, what's gonna make you well. You always think about everything else around you, everything else that surrounds it other than yourself. And this may be the one time and the one thing where you actually really need to think about you and think about yourself and how it impacts you and what you should do and how you should be at peace. It's a lot of things in life are about personal peace or it should be about your own personal peace and even when dealing with something such as like that like a career a job you know it it'll stand there the building will be there as soon as you leave if something it would be to happen to you they're going to hire someone new someone's going to fill your spot so you risking your life or you risking your peace or your well-being is definitely not worth it for something and even someone who in the end they're going to they're going to be okay and you're going to be the one that's suffering so i always tell you guys that i always research and i always look up other things other than just my own opinion um of my subjects and topics and things that I talk about. So I found interesting because I was actually reading an article about just personal growth. And of course, it seems like whenever I pick a topic, it seems like uh, everything points me in the direction of that topic or things just randomly pop up into my spirit, into my aura for me to speak about on on that topic so i happen to be reading something just about personal growth in in general and i came across these two questions and kind of like an explanation of them that i thought was pretty interesting so the first one was saying am i unwilling to change my circumstances simply because i've already invested so much time money and emotional energy in them and i don't want it to go waste so for example it may be your dream to start your own business and everything you've done over a number of years has been in contribution of your goal so it might have gone well or going okay seemingly okay financially but you're working 15 hours a day and you can't even get into the industry and then you're no longer enjoying the work so it can be easy to think that everything that's happened that's going wrong is your fault and that you want to see the best out of it but you feel like you're not working hard enough or you feel like you're lazy and things like that and at that point in time you have to accept that there may be times that in in moments like that things that you may have wanted let's 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 say six years out whatever it is that you wanted six years ago you may truly not want six years later and a lot of times we hold on to it because of the fact that we've made personal sacrifices and we wanted to make a dedication to keep something going but You can't drain all your resources into something and it's not really showing you anything or it's not really doing anything. And that's not to say that that means that you need to quit your dream. So I don't want to confuse that with me saying like, okay, you have a dream to keep going. You have a dream to do this. And then your dream is just not, your dream's just not working. So you know, just give up. And that's not all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that 
sometimes you need to reevaluate what it is that you're doing. So I'll use music for instance. So let's say for 10 years of your life, you spent dedicating it to the music industry and creating songs or featuring on other people's things. And you realize that you really spent all these, all this money, all this time, and you don't want to let it go because you've spent a lot of substantial time doing this. So now if you just stop, it's, it feels like you, you're going to waste all that time that you spent. So that's not true. Instead, what you may want to do is you may want to take a seat back and you may want to evaluate what your approach is. You may want to evaluate how you're attacking it, what you've actually done for the last 10 years and actually like really think about it. Be truthful, be honest with yourself about what it is that you've contributed. And maybe what you would actually see is that not that you're not supposed to be in the industry and maybe that's not your calling or necessarily what you are supposed to be doing, but maybe that your approach to what you're trying to do could be wrong. You may or you may need to attack the industry from a different angle. So instead of, let's say you're an artist and you may be a very good artist, but maybe your approach to getting in or maybe your approach to starting things may not be where you're supposed to be. So maybe if you are a writer, start songwriting, write for people for a little bit. You know, if you're a person that plays instruments, play some instruments, make some, make some beats, feature on some songs, just never close yourself off to just the one thing. And then say, Oh, you know, I've just done this. So now I'm supposed to just let it all go and not, and not do anything. No, you're not. But what you should do is you should reevaluate things. You should reevaluate what your thoughts or your goals were 10 years prior, as opposed to now, what is it that you truly want to do? Because if it gets to the point where you've been working at something for so long and it's in the enjoyment that you once had in it, you no longer have, then it kind of takes away from it, from the joy of it, from it being something that you ultimately really want to do. Um, the second one was, do I still gain any happiness or satisfaction from my current circumstances? So nothing in life is ever really perfect. We all know this. So whether it's a project, a career, a relationship, we're going to have moments where things are not going to be to our top satisfaction, to where we all contemplate throwing in the towel, where we can contemplate running. Um, but checking in, I mean, and this is the thing that I keep saying, you have to check in with yourself in those moments. You have to ask yourself, are you being unreasonable about what it is that you feel um, is actually happening? Or maybe you need to dig deeper to make things work. Maybe what you're trying to do and how you're trying to work, maybe it's not necessarily where you should be. So maybe you should try a different approach. Um, and really, uh, this kind of always makes me think of the, the saying that my mom would always say to me that, you know, you should never just quit, you know, something you want to give things your all. And if you have dedicated your time to something and you exercise every way possible to make it work and it still doesn't work, then it may be time to let go. And so I give that to anybody who is listening, who's having trouble. You know, if you are having issues and you feel like, oh, this is it. Oh, I've done this. I've done that. You know, have you really sit there and think about it? Like, have you done everything that you really feel like you could have done to contribute to your goal, your dream, to contribute to your relationship, to contribute to your career, to contribute to that job? Have you really done it? And if you've done everything there is to be done and it's still no change and it's still uh, no elevation, no productivity, nothing positive that came from it, then it's time to go. It's time to let it go. And it's going to be okay. It's going to be hard, but it'll be okay. Um, so I'm just going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back and just give a few more pointers before I get into our hot topics. And uh, it's your lovely host, Rain, and you're listening to The Woman Cave.
You are now listening to The Woman Cave. Thank you. Enjoy. Welcome back, Cave Babes and Cave Rose. This is Rain, and you're listening to The Woman Cave, and we are on episode 10. So... Prior to our break, we were talking about knowing when to let go and um, the appropriate time when to let go, um, how things can be toxic, things like that. So I wanted to kind of conclude a little bit um, on, well, leaving with this note of things that I actually have in the book so I wanted to share with you guys so like I said the book is on um, ourwomancave.weebly.com and it is on the front page and the link is um, listed there if you guys want to just look it up on Amazon you can look it up and it's inhale exhale so inhale, inhale slash exhale and it's um, by me um so you can type in desiree christina and the book should come right up um it is 10 steps to letting go and opening up so i wanted to just read kind of like the 10 steps and what i wrote in the book and um just also at least write uh kind of like share my thoughts on it uh so you guys can kind of just get a gist of some of the things that are actually in the book so the 10 steps that i used here uh was step one cleanse your spirit and step two accept yourself and your truth step three regroup and replan step four get rid of negative and add the positive See, step five is get healthy and stay healthy. Step six is socialize with greatness. Step seven, have fun and enjoy life. Step eight, forgive yourself. Step nine, let go and let God and the universe. And step 10 is, of course, inhale and exhale. So I concluded the book with no matter what, you can do this. Failure is not an option. Greatness is the only thing that you will see on the other side of the door. And so I give that to each and every one of you that is listening um, to understand that everyone goes through something and things are not always easy in life because they're not meant to be. We're meant to be tested and pulled and pushed in different ways in life. And a lot of times you just need to know um, how to sit back and how to regroup and how to cleanse and how to detox. And I go into very, very, very specific detail about how to do these things. Um, unfortunately, at this time when I was writing the book, I was in a very, very weird place. And in my life, I was experiencing a lot of losing different friends, a lot of like enemies, weight gain, getting into the hospital, like you name it, I was going through it at the time. And the only thing that I could do was write. And literally in the process of me writing this book, I promise you, I started to adopt that optimistic attitude that everybody knows me as now. Like everything that I stand for today is literally because I sat down and I wrote this book actually at my job. I was at work every single day. I wrote a chapter a day and I did not stop writing until I was completely done the book. And then once I, I finished the book, I read the entire book to myself aloud because I knew that the steps were not only for me, but I wanted to be able to use the things that assisted me with healing. I, I was hoping that I could inspire someone else to help them heal and to help them be okay. Because at the time I wasn't okay, but these things helped me. And this was, um, 
so many different things books and things that i read articles blogs and all that and i was really searching and searching and searching for like how can i let go because i feel like i'm holding on to so much animosity in my heart i feel like i'm holding on to so much negativity and i don't want it anymore i want it to be released from me and unfortunately it felt like i was praying and my praying wasn't enough it felt like i would meditate and my meditating wasn't enough it felt like i could listen to meditation music i could talk to my friends that were like going to church nothing worked for me until it clicked one day and i knew that this was my kind of like divine intervention this was my my sign from god like right because this has always been your therapy. This has always been something that helps. So I definitely give this to you guys. Um, you can definitely look forward to some Woman Cave events. I'll, I'll kind of make it my business to get a lot of copies of this book in case anybody comes out and they want to still like purchase the book. But it's definitely available on Amazon and it's available on the website. And you guys can download it on a Kindle app. If you have an iPhone or if you have Android, you should be able to download the app and you can um, do use your e-reader um, or you can download the um, or order the paperback version as well. Um, so I wanted to get into our hot, hot topics. So I know every week, well, maybe every other week or so, I usually have any or all the most prominent topics for you guys. So interestingly enough, there were so many topics about women within the past like weekend, within the past week. There has been so many things that has either happened to women, involved women, occurred with women. And of course, why not talk about them on the woman cave? So I wanted to take this time and I feel like actually all of all of these things have a lot to do with um, the topic of letting go. So anyways, first I want to get into um, Alicia Keys and her son. So for those of you who um, haven't read or haven't heard um, or follow Alicia Keys on Instagram, she wrote a post about her son, Genesis, and um, Genesis and her went to the nail salon and he asked for a rainbow manicure and so at the time when he's getting his rainbow manicure the nail tech takes out all the colors and um paints his nail each a different color and after she was done painting his nails he looked at her and said i don't want this on my nails anymore so when she asked him why he said people are not gonna like it and she was completely taken aback by it so she couldn't believe it because she was simply saying like at four years old he already understands the concept that somebody's gonna judge him somebody's not gonna like him for something that he's wearing or something that's on his body and it bothered her so bad that she decided to take to instagram and write an entire post and you know asking her fans and people like what their opinions were and you know how they felt about what she was saying and so she told him that um he should stick with it that he chose it he liked it and he should do it and you know who cares what anyone else says and so she even went on to tell him like hey a lot of other guys they're they paint their nails and it made him feel a little bit better but she still went addressing everyone just saying that people should think less about gender stereotypes and explore more of their masculine and feminine energies and so she stated that it gets concerning to me that we can't explore these different sides of ourselves i often express the masculine energy that's inside of me all the time if that happens there the, there's the judgments and there's the stereotypes and there's all the energy that comes towards that and for my boys similar if they want to express fem feminine energy that's inside them 
there's all these judgments and all these rules and stereotypes and vibes. And it's really frustrating to me. I'm actually really frustrated about it. And so I thought that she was absolutely spot on with this because sad to say, we as a community, we as people, we are taught and hear me clearly, we are taught to judge people by everything. We're taught that. And it's so sad because even Swiss Beats, we all know that she's been with Swiss Beats for years. And even him, he was like, look, this that's my son. And he's still my son regardless. And if he wants to express himself by painting his nails rainbow colors, he should be able to do so. And I don't feel like she's wrong or he's wrong for that. I don't feel like that makes him not masculine just because he decided he wanted to paint his nails. And one thing that definitely stood out to me is if anybody watched like Love and Hip Hop, everybody knows of the hip hop producer A1. A1 wears black nail polish, jewelry, all that, like always. That's how he comes out. And he has a fiance, the baby that doesn't make him like it, it it doesn't make him any less of a man that's what he likes and he's very very secure within his self that that's what i like and people around him respect him and i'm pretty sure that even if they had something to say about it they're not going to because his confidence in himself and the way he carries himself is like yeah i don't really care this is me and it's either you accept me or you don't and that's it because at the end of the day i still make good beats and I'm still a good producer. So, you know, it, it just goes to show you how sad it is that the world can be that you can't express yourself the way that you want to in a way that makes you happy. And, and even a child as young as he feeling like, oh, I people are going to laugh at me or people want to judge me or they're going to look at me or they're just not going to like me. And I don't see anything wrong with this. Like me doing this, this feels cool to me. And, um, yeah, I just thought that that was very, I, I thought that that was very sad. It actually, it, it, it kind of broke my heart a little bit that even at four that he felt that way, that he felt that he wanted to change who he is for the world. So, um, Next is the teacher, well, substitute teacher that um, was arrested after repeatedly punching the student and stumping on her head. So Tiffany Langford, a 32-year-old substitute teacher, um, was arrested for obviously putting her hands on a student. This young girl teenager she threw on the ground stumped on the girl's head punched the girl repeatedly in the face and the students in the class caught all of this on video this was absolutely freaking terrible this was terrible this is this is the most horrible thing like it was just so terrible to me that as an adult she regardless of what happened the students stated that the girl at the time I'm guessing that she some way or another disrespected the teacher or the teacher felt disrespected they complained that she called the teacher the n-word and I completely agree with the parents where okay I get it the girl's disrespectful and the teacher wasn't having it but there are so many other ways to handle this the crazy thing about this is i was saying when i first seen this is that prior to me becoming a mom not that i not that i wouldn't have looked at this twice like i always look at it and i always like oh my gosh that's so sad like that's just terrible but especially after becoming a parent and it's like her teenage daughter like i couldn't imagine the look on the mother's face or how the mother felt when she got the call that her child is on the way to the hospital because the the teacher stumped her i mean because it wasn't enough that you punched the girl but you pulled this girl out of her seat and you're stumping her like she's a grown ass man in the street. Like she's a man 
or a woman that you just don't know that disrespected your life, your family and everything under the sun. And you thought it was appropriate to pull her out of her chair and stump on her. And unfortunately, the worst part of this is not even that the girl just suffered that. And then the students, instead of getting help, decided to videotape it and post it online. So not, if not any of that was not terrible enough, but the girl suffers brain injuries, seizures, and now she has to like permanently go see a neurologist all the time because the teacher thought it was okay to put her hands on her. And I, I just, I think that that is like horrible. I think we as people just need to do better. We need to do better. There were so many other ways that that could have been handled. That I'm pretty sure the school has a principal. I'm pretty sure the school has some type of disciplinarian, counselor, something where someone could have been called before it became confrontational to that extent. And now this person, now, now you don't even have your freedom anymore. You are in jail for something that happened so fast so quickly and now this this child has now has to go on and suffers from long-term effects of this like this is stuff that she'll be carrying around with her and i mean you can look at it from both angles you can look at it and say it's from both sides because for every action there's a reaction um but all in all, to me, I mean, when you when we talk about an adult and a child, a child is a child is always going to be a child. Um, in any instance, I would never. Put, I'm not going to put my hands on anyone else's child because I wouldn't want anybody to put their hands on mine. Because if I got a call like that, the police would have been the least of her worries. <laughs> um, that would have been the least of what we're talking about here. I could not even imagine being. Like I said, being her mom and getting a phone call like that, I would be like, oh, I'm on my way up to that school. Hold that teacher before you decide you want to take her into custody because she put her hands on my child. There's no there's no reason for that. So um, I'm going to actually put a lot of these articles on the Woman K website so you guys can go and look at them for reference. If you want to read the articles, look at the videos, you know, or what have you. Um, they will be posted this week by at least by Friday. So you guys will be able to look at them for your Saturday night or your sun Saturday morning, Sunday morning uh, wind downs or mornings. However you put it, um, they'll be up this um this week um this coming friday they'll they'll be reported there so you guys can refer to the links so before i get into my very last topic i definitely want to touch on the ti subject of him getting his daughter um getting his daughter's hymen checked every year by the gynecologist so everybody is so upset with him and they're saying because he's a man and he's a and he's telling the woman how to use her body and she's 18, she should be able to do what she wants. And I hear all that, but I just feel like, is everybody forgetting that T.I. is from the South? Does everyone forget that in the South, the way that men care for their daughters, the way they care for their wives is a lot different than most Northern places in, in the world? Um, and then aside from that, I mean, I feel like this is their business. We all know that in order for any of this to happen, she has to consent to it. So no one's ever thinking like she actually consented to him taking her or him getting this information from the doctors. Because I remember being 14 and 16 and going to the GYN with my mom and the doctor looking at me and asking me those questions about being sexually active and things like that and they're asking my mom asking me do you want your mom in the room do you want your mom to know so these things happen and at that point when they are asking her this she's saying yes and that's why her dad is involved and i don't think it's anything wrong with the fact that her dad wants to take care of her wants to make sure that you know, she's not having sex. Um, cause if anybody hasn't looked at her, um, she's grown up very nicely and, um, I probably would want to have her hymen check too. Just, <laughs> I mean, the, the only downside about that is as a woman, 
I know that for one, there are other things that obviously can be done sexually. We all know that. So sexual penetration is like the least of his worries. However, if he wants to go and he wants to check his daughter to make sure she's not being penetrated, then that's his business. Let him go ahead. And I mean, if she's allowing this, she has full reign to say, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to move out of your house or I don't want to be here. And I don't want to go, you know, I, don't, I just don't want to partake in that. But at this point, she's okay with her dad taking her. So I don't see there being anything wrong with him wanting to take her. So the last and final, final sad, sad news is the Clark Atlantic student, Atlanta student. Um, everyone has been talking about the student Alexis Crawford um, and how sad her death was and I completely agree I had only kind of heard the stories a little bit about her um I never I hadn't had a, a moment to actually read any of the articles reports interviews any like I hadn't no chance to do any of this um I kind of just you know like scroll through Twitter and see things talk to a few friends about it um, but I, I hadn't had the opportunity to read anything. And unfortunately, last night, I took the time to go through and read quite a few articles um, about it. And it made my soul cringe. It made every part of my soul cringe. From the moment I started reading it, I could feel the sadness jumping off the words no lie I could feel the sadness jumping off the words of this of this article and it just it it was so impacting to me that my eyes were were watering as I was reading and if anybody who knows me personally know that I am not like I'm not a crier I'm gonna cry movies I'm cry reading and this one was this, this was a hard, this was hard. This was hard to read because reading about this girl's roommate kind of becoming her friend and even like sitting with her family and like you're breaking bread with her family. And then you and your boyfriend commenced to killing the girl and y'all really thought y'all were going to get away with it. I, I mean, just have so many reservations, so many questions, so many things that I, I mean, I could just sit, I, I was just sitting there and just going and reeling about it because I just couldn't believe it. I was like, this is crazy. This is crazy that even after she at that point in time was saying that she was assaulted by the boyfriend and she was upset about it. Um, The roommate, it, it was like she just didn't care at all. She just she just. She, she didn't care not she didn't care one bit about it and to know that her family now has to suffer with never being able to see her again and then also with the fact that they trusted this girl who who they thought was her their daughter's friend you know, they're saying like, well, we thought we, we had no indication. We had nothing, nothing to our knowledge that made us feel like this girl would hurt our child, that she wouldn't be safe around her, that she would put her in any kind of danger. And she could sit there and eat with the family and, and be with the family and I guess at one point in time, consider her a friend. It, it's, it's just so sad. It's sad and it makes you, it definitely raises anxiety. If you have children, you have children away at college. If you have daughters, like son, it's just, it, it's just terrible. It's terrible that the things that people are capable of and how we can be so blindsided and not, we cannot even know that you could be sitting there, you know, you could be sitting there and someone could be capable of it and you could have no inkling or anything 
to that effect that somebody could someone could even do that i mean my heart goes out to her parents her siblings her family her friends my heart goes out to anyone that knew her that loves her because it it's definitely sad and it's definitely uh you know terrible to know that they'll never be able to see her again and at this cost of them never being able to see her again because two individuals were whether they were under the influence whether they were mad whether they it was revenge but they felt compelled to take her life and they didn't think about the consequences they didn't think about anything afterwards and um i won't go into detail about how and everything like that because it's just i don't want to even say it again it was way too graphic to even read or say nonetheless but um that article will also be up with the link on the website if you guys care to read it or care to uh you know know it but um take care of your loved ones pray for the people who are around you and be conscious of the surroundings that you're in you know when things don't feel right like i always say follow your intuition follow things that are not that don't seem 100 and that's to any young woman that's listening as any young man that's listening that's as well as anyone of any age just be aware of things and don't take people for granted never take someone for granted always tell the people that you love that you love them let them know let them know that you love them because we never know what day what hour what minute we could lose them we never know what the outcome could be we never know what could happen so always cherish the moments that you have and try and be as positive and as kind and as sweet as you possibly can because you never know what other people are going through and you never know what could happen um so thank you guys for listening to the woman cave on this fine lovely day um as always if you need to let anyone know how to listen you can tell them that they can go to spotify or they can go to anchor.fm um probably within the next couple of months we'll be posting other platforms that the woman cave will be on it is actually on google Podcasts if anybody has google Podcasts available um but we'll be posting other ways to listen as well hopefully soon we'll be getting on apple music or apple Podcasts, i should say um but for now you can let people know that they can go to anchor.fm or they can go to spotify um you can also visit the website which is ourwomancave.weebly.com the link is actually on the podcast page and it takes you directly to the podcast if you're having a hard time um you can also go on instagram if you follow the woman cave page um the woman if not and you want to follow a woman cave page because you just heard about the podcast from someone who told you to listen to today's episode um you can go to the underscore woman underscore cave and the link is actually in the bio as well as i put in all my posts um of any episode how to listen to it um i do have some videos who that do show you guys how to actually listen so um make sure you guys go and check out that as well as uh any events that's coming up for the woman cave any um promotions contests um all those things are are available they they will be available on the website as well as the instagram page um if you're on facebook you can follow us on the woman cave fan page and um we're still looking for guest co-hosts um we have five episodes left until the season finale of um season one so make sure if you guys haven't listened to any previous episodes if this your first time listening and this is your first episode you're listening to check out some of the previous episodes and definitely let me know your feedback let me know what you think you can comment on any post that's on the facebook page you can comment on any instagram page if you want to dm if you want to email you guys can email um at woman cave the number four you 
at gmail.com. Again, that is womancave4u at gmail.com. And that is the number four. Um, you can email any questions, inquiries, any interviews, any things like that. Um, we're also still looking for cave babes. So for anybody who's interested in being like a brand ambassador, a model for the woman cave, definitely, um, hit me up. I am still looking for those. So, um, thank you guys so much for being loyal listeners and thank you for always rocking with the woman cave. And I hope you guys have a wonderful and lovely day.